You are listening to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I am your host Amy. This is the podcast where we talk about relevant and totally irrelevant topics. The idea here is to spread aesthetic vibes. You're here now, so why don't you hang out and we'll talk some shit. Hello and welcome to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast. I am Amy Lee. I come to you today with a new episode. Yay! I might even insert that sound. Yay! (laughs) So, today's episode. Uh, I am recording in the middle of the day, so apologies for the background noise. Not only that, it's raining. So the cars are like making a super amount of noise. I was driving to a doctor's appointment uh, this week and I was in the car and I just started thinking about women's rights and I got really, really angry. Probably the angriest I've been in a long time, just thinking about the inequality that exists. So I want to talk a little bit about that today. So with that being said, let's go. What are rights in general? So let's think about it's the right to live free of violence and discrimination and to enjoy a standard of life that is physical and mental. It's about the right to be educated, the right to own property and assets it's the right to vote it's the right to an equal wage whilst women have come an extremely long way we are still facing discrimination on the daily and when i talk about these general rights as i just did there are a lot of women in countries who don't have these rights so really these rights uh, are in your westernized countries and even still then there's deficiencies i.e the united states and the abortion laws don't get me started visit season one where i go on a mad rant about that one for me there's a few things every individual should be able to make decisions about their own body every woman girl teenager has sexual and reproductive rights and they should be entitled to to carry this through equal access to health services like uh, contraceptions and safe abortions rather than people having to do things like abortions in you know sketchy locations that could potentially kill them women constantly face gender-based violence and i think about things like walking your dog late at night or just going for a stroll a lot of women won't do that there are a lot of people who won't for the life of them go and do that because it's dark and you don't know who could be following you and you have heard so many true crime stories that you know you just don't want to be another statistic who was picked off in the middle of the night just because you felt like going for a walk And that within itself is freaking disgraceful. The fact that women feel men can't control themselves enough to allow us to take a walk when we feel like it. It is putrid. 
So I started looking at um, Amnesty International and some of the good work that they've been doing. And they've been focusing on places like Argentina where they're campaigning for um, grassroots human rights and looking at things like the country strict abortion rules and how do we make steps forward to give women the right to um, you know having abortions if necessary and not being harmed by laws or individuals in the community and being able to make choices for themselves in Ireland and Northern Ireland abortion was only recently decriminalized and this came after extensive lobbying in Poland along with more than 200 human and women's rights organizations around the world Amnesty International actually co-signed a joint statement protesting against the stop abortion bill what the hell South Korea has seen some advances, but still there are limitations there. Uh, you know, and it goes on and on. So in uh, Burkina Faso, I apologize. I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce words. Some days I don't know how to pronounce my own name. Forgive me for my sins. Amnesty International in this location has supported women and girls and their rights against forced marriage forced marriage arranged marriage forced arranged is different because a lot of people will kind of step into that and that's tradition and culture uh, you know but forced marriage and you hear too often young girls being forced into marriage with these old seedy dudes and shit like that it's just fucked up and a lot of families mothers and fathers being poor and selling their daughters to someone for some cash in Sierra Leone uh, Amnesty International has been working in the local communities to stop female genital mutilation I am too frightened to google that for what I might see but I have heard horrible 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 stories of um, women being sewn up um, in their vaginas with only a tiny um, like gap for urination um, insanity or parts of the genitals being removed I could not think of how absolutely painful and horrific and humiliating and just terrifying that situation would be and not being able to do anything about it in Zimbabwe women and girls were left vulnerable to unwanted pregnancies and a lot of them would have a higher risk of HIV infection because there was widespread confusion around sexual consent and access to sexual health services so this means that HIV was being spread widely in the communities and girls and women would face discrimination the risk of um, economic hardship and then not not and then barriers to education what the actual fuck so in Jordan there has been an urge for authorities to stop colluding with an abusive male guardianship so it's a system that controls the lives of women and limits their personal freedom including they can detain them in the house without permission to leave 
um, they can actually have they can actually force them to have sex outside of their marriage um, and they can subject them to humiliating virginity tests I don't understand any of that don't mind me why I sip up my coffee I feel like without my like little regular breaks here I'm about to brain snap punch a wall throw my laptop on the floor I'm kidding <coughs> or am I um what the fuck and there's this freedom of movement which is the right to move freely as we please not just within your country but to visit other countries um, but many women face real challenges when it comes to this and they might not even be allowed access to their own passports or they have to seek permission from a male guardian in order to travel I'm sorry I could not think of anything worse than having to seek permission for anything I'll get to this in a little bit in Saudi Arabia has recently been a successful campaign and women are now allowed to drive this has been banned for many decades I I can't fathom half of this so I'm not going to pretend that I can uh, I, I can understand it but I'm not going to pretend that there's anything that I've experienced that's been worse than this and widespread you know from all the different countries I was just speaking from it is widespread so I'm not going to pretend for a second but I will say that even in western countries we have not come far enough and then in all of these other countries we are decades and decades behind for women and where women should sit in the society and the community having males run your life or government or politics is horrifically just terrifying i couldn't think of anything worse than not having that ability i mean in saudi arabia what what do you do if you want to go buy a coffee like you have to walk because you haven't been able to drive until recently what if you're in Sierra Leone and you experience genital mutilation like how do you get out of that situation what about in Jordan where you're being forced to have sex outside of your marriage for what I don't know money what the actual fuck this enrages me this sends me to a boiling point and look I'm not going to sit here and go on too much about it but I will say I definitely don't believe that males men or the government should have any control over women to the point that we do they do at the moment so women's rights are being violated all around the world so thinking about things like gender inequality and uh, gender-based violence you think about women that are in you know domestic violence situations they get the courage to leave and then in a lot of cases they're tracked down and killed and that happens very very frequently I don't remember the statistics but the statistics are very high what about sexual violence and harassment so unwelcome sexual behavior whether this is physical um, you know demanding or requesting sexual favors for inappropriate sexual language you know I, I think 
sexual violence is an extreme physical form of violence and harassment is slightly different one is not less than the other because harassment can be very very serious however i have had a person that i knew claiming sexual harassment in the workplace which in fact wasn't it was instigated by her and fabricated mostly to get somebody in trouble at work so that you know that's one of those um uh, crying wolf i think that's the saying crying wolf situation coffee break what about workplace discrimination so what about the gender pay gap i know for a fact a male in the same role as me will get paid more it makes me so angry. It makes me so fucking angry. And I was in that situation in the workplace at this organization I worked for. One of the males was kind of boasting about his pay and it was like 10 grand higher than mine. And I was like, fuck this. I have got three, four, five times the amount of qualifications. This is just, this is fucked. This is discrimination. And it wasn't that he was a better performer. It wasn't that he was anything for that matter. Undereducated poor performer and he still got more money than me and I think it stems even further because now we know male and female are, are identifying terms but there are other areas in the spectrum and I'm learning so please bear with me don't come at me if I get some of this wrong but we do have other sexual preferences and genders that are now stepping out so not only are women being discriminated against but other genders are now being discriminated against not the purpose of today's session I've spoken about inequality more broadly um, today is really just about women okay so a couple of key things in 1902 Australian women got the right to vote in 1961 we got access to the pill contraception initially the pill was only available to married women in Australia and some Catholic doctors refused to prescribe it there was a feminist movement which hailed the intervention as an equalizer, which gave them the same sexual freedom as men. The pill meant women no longer had to choose between a career and a relationship and more of them were able to enter into the workplace. <sighs> Married women only. I just, I don't, I don't understand I don't understand what goes through the minds of these idiots. Who cares if you're married or not? I know they're saying, oh, you know, women that aren't married might be promiscuous and then just use the pill for whatever purposes. But for fuck's sake, who cares? You know, we get slut shamed so often. Just because you've slept with a few people doesn't mean shit. You've made those decisions. It's like, you know, a male sleeps around, he's a fucking legend, he's a champion. A female sleeps around, you're a dirty whore. Like, fuck off. We have to have the same rights to do the same things that men do. 1960. The miniskirt. How progressive. It was an item that shocked the world. And it promoted free love. Fuck off. It's a piece of clothing. 1965. Women were allowed in pubs. Ooh. If... 
accompanied by a man. So yeah, great progression there. In 2010, Australia had our first female Prime Minister, Julia G. Unfortunately, her reign was not long. And we need to see more women in political power. Uh, so yeah, progressive. Or not even fucking close to progressive. There are women all around the world who don't have these basic rights. There are women who can't vote. There are women who can't wear what they like. You know, there are women who can't enter certain locations. So let's look at the basic rights. What are basic rights? So firstly, access to education. A quarter of young women between 15 and 24 will not finish primary school. Let's put that in perspective. You have preschool, primary school, high school, university. So we don't have middle school in Australia. It's it's all primary, then you go to high school. This equates to 58% of all people not completing basic foundational education. There are illiterate people everywhere. And two-thirds of them are women. When girls are not educated to the same level as boys, it can have a huge impact on their future and the kinds of opportunities they'll get and the kind of life that they can actually live. There is job segregation, which is certain jobs categorised for men, certain for women. Let me give you an example. I worked at McDonald's when I was young, like 20 plus years ago. If you were female, you were front of house. If you were male, you were back of house. So the females were greeting, putting the orders through, and then delivering it once complete, and the males out the back were cooking the orders. I remember that. I wanted to work out back, and I wasn't allowed. That is a piss-poor example. There are greater examples. There are more extreme examples. But the point is job segregation. It was certain things like you're only allowed to do an engineering degree if you're a male. You have the following grades. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. There are a lack of legal protections. There are some places in the world where rape is just shrugged, a sexual assault, uh, physical assault. You know, If it's a male, they get a slap on the wrist. If it's a white male probably don't even get that they probably just get a fine they stroll out and they you know go and have a coffee and get on with their day lack of legal protection this impacts the women's ability to thrive and live in freedom there's also a lack of legal protections against against harassment in the workforce so um, in, in addition to schools and in in the public so women do feel unsafe leaving their house Some women don't even feel safe in their own house. Women will constantly make decisions to compromise and limit their goals to ensure that they are safe. Lack of bodily autonomy. Don't get me started. We have countries that don't allow abortions. We have countries that don't allow the contraceptive pill. We have uh, countries that don't offer plan B. We have countries that don't even offer feminine products. We have, we have, we have right this is fucked according to the world health organization over 200 million women who don't want to get pregnant are not using contraception 
this can be because of a lack of options i.e there there's just nothing limited access to be a certain person in a certain financial pool and so forth um, or a uh, cultural or religious opposition on a global scale about 40 percent of pregnancies are not planned while 50 percent of them do end in abortion this results to 38 percent in actual births these mothers become financially dependent on another person or you know an individual and then they lose their freedom as i've mentioned poor medical care so only receiving certain medical care or certain options and if you're living in poverty you won't have access to any of that there is a lack of religious freedom and there's a lot of extremist ideologies that come into a community and will restrict religious freedom and this results in gender inequality or potentially worse there is a lack of political representation as i said we in 2010 in australia had our first female pm we haven't seen anyone yet 24.3 percent of seats in national parliaments are filled by women so one quarter of the seats in political environments and seats are filled by women as of June 2019, 11 heads of state were women. And then there's societal mindset. So this is society's view that has an impact on gender inequality or how society determines the differences and the value of men and women, whether it's employment, legal, healthcare. And it goes on and on and on. I, um, I had the thought, imagine being a white male <laughs> ah the privilege and it goes broader than gender it also stems into race ethnicity and so forth could you imagine being a white male must be fantastic must be wonderful and they're all whinging because we are demanding equality <laughs> gotta love it anyway the purpose of today's episode was to express the furiousness running through my veins surrounding women's rights we have made slow progress but unfortunately it is not enough for there to be complete equality i personally am outraged and every time i think about anything of this nature i become you know absolutely livid so anyway today was all about just sharing some of the inequalities that exist and we really need to start thinking as a society the different ways that we can progress the different ways that we can allow equality the different ways that things can change and it's not just women being on board but it's about having men that are allies and supporting women in these situations so i don't have anything funny or silly to add today i just have rage <laughs> which goes against the concept of my podcast but regardless i just have rage <laughs> okay let's leave it there so 
uh, thank you for joining me today. You can connect with me via my socials at Aesthetic Vibes Pod. You can drop me an email at Aesthetic Vibes Podcast at Outlook.com. You can drop by my website, Aesthetic Vibes Podcast.com. You can drop by my TikTok, Dr. Ames Kelly. Uh, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I would love to hear from you uh, around this particular topic and the things that enrage you, uh, particularly women. And men can chime in too. Okay, that's all for now. Bye, guys. Bye.